before we get into this podcast, I have a message from myself and Matt. Right now, we are a world at crisis. There is bloodshed and innocent lives being immeasurably affected and unfortunately lost due to Russia's invasion of Ukraine. To the innocent parties who are on the receiving end of Russia's brutality, we stand by you and we have you in our thoughts. And please remember, just because the leaders of a country act doesn't necessarily mean the people believe it. So please, please, please stop hating the people of Russia for their leaders' movements. Now, enough politics. This is episode 27. Thank you so, so much for your support. And please enjoy the podcast. I'll chat to you in a sec. Hello, welcome back to the Sound Antics podcast. He's Matt. I'm Sam. He collapsed on the floor this week, and I did not. And that's just the way it is. Oh, no, because now I'm going to have to explain <laughs> it. You bastard. <laughs> you are, yes. Okay, so, uh, so everyone, basically, uh, I was sitting on the toilet. As you on do, the throne. Going, going about different, you know, well, not different, you're going about business. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> Okay, yeah. Uh, um, going about your day. Going, going about my day. And uh, I was scrolling through, you know, TikToks, as, you know, the young people of today do. Yes. And um, basically, so I go, what happened is in that time, my right leg went to sleep. Pins and needles to the extreme, you could say. Um, and I suddenly stood up and my leg was like nope not today <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and i collapsed on the floor <laughs> so thank you for uh, thank you for uh bringing that up so i had to bring it up with everybody i absolutely had to that was um too brilliant not to share with the world indeed uh Sekrobo, how have you been this week uh, it's been a long week, hasn't it? Um, it's, well, it's recording been okay. this a bit later than usual, aren't we? So, um, yeah, I mean, it it's been really longer. nice to it's been really nice to hear the feedback from last week's episode, definitely. Um, and it's kind of given me renewed motivation to keep going with the with the series. Uh, we've got a new guest next week. Very um, good. So yeah, that's been good. What's not been good is. Um, it feels like at the moment every single email I get is a price increase. Yeah, pretty much. It's bloody ridiculous. But other than that, it's been all right. How have you been, Matt? Dyer? Well, talk about I, I, I've been excited all week um, because 
yesterday was the release of the game I've waited 15 years for, uh, Gran oh, yeah. Turismo 7. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. How is it? Hmm. Yes. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm no. Mate. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's not what I quite thought it was going to be. I mean, I've played about three and a half hours now, and it seems yeah. like it's still a tutorial. <laughs> like, oh, really? It, yeah. Let me explain. So, just the. the <laughs> So the game started. My friend and I, so I took my PlayStation over to Hemel uh, on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, so that my friend went and got the game for me on Friday lunchtime, installed it onto the PlayStation because he's got like ridiculously quick internet. Yeah. Um, and so that after we'd had our 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 Bengal, um, we would then get back to his, get the old PlayStation going, and boom, straight into the world of GT. And well, I haven't told you this, but okay. you put the game in, and the first thing that you have to do, I'd hope you, you know, maybe click the icon to say play that you want to play the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first thing you do after you have watched the, uh, the opening cinematic, the you opening know, credits. Yeah, because the Grand Turismo ones are always fantastic, and that, to yeah. be fair, this one was as well. So I had to do something right at the beginning of the game called Music Rally. Right. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be reading this from an uh, article I found online. So what is Gran Turismo 7's Music Rally and how does it work? Music Rally takes the classic arcade checkpoint races where you'll be driving as fast as you can to hit checkpoints before your time runs out and adapts it to work with music. Instead of having seconds ticking down, you have beats, and they decrease to the beats per minute of whatever music is playing. Your goal is to reach checkpoints and earn more beats so that you can keep on driving, the ultimate goal being to survive until the end of the track. Right. Okay. Now, Sokobo. This is the first problem that I've found with GT7 already. And okay. it mentioned the word in the game, in the article I've just read. Arcade. Yeah. Gran Turismo is a real driving simulator. That's what, they, that's what their tagline is. Like GT4, yeah. for example, the, the real driving simulator. It's basically yeah. what started the whole sim racing thing. Uh, okay. We have that nowadays, and to have to do that in the game you've waited fifteen years for, <laughs> I was not. I was not, not impressed. Happy. No. Um, from, from the, I haven't even unlocked multiplayer yet. I've played three and a half hours, and I haven't unlocked multiplayer. You have to Why unlock have, multiplayer. You have to unlock multiplayer to play. Now, I know GT7 was going to be more of a single-player because we had GT Sport previous game, which was much more online racing and like league racing and things like that. 
whereas GT7 was going to be stepping back a little bit from that and be more of a, a single player. But the fact that you have to unlock multiplayer in a game, that shouldn't exist. I'm sorry, that should not exist. You should have a main menu. You have GT mode, arcade mode, online mode. That's what we've had in the other uh, the other GTs. So yeah. why is this one different? Anyway, I'm going to stop going on about GT because I've only just really started playing it. Um, it might get better, to be fair. Well, it has to, because I put 60 quid on this game, and so far it's been a complete Jeez. flop, and I'm generally heartbroken at this game. And the thing that annoys me as well is like all the reviews I see online is, oh, this is the best Gran Turismo ever, it's the best racing game ever. I'm like, no, it's not. They've basically been paid to say that, obviously, because it's shit. <laughs> 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 That wasn't even an Angry Man Reviews, by the way. So that's basically pretty much been my week, just looking forward to a game that I then played yesterday and didn't enjoy. Yes. Uh, okay, so not been a great week then, no? No. Well, it's been all right. Still dealing with stupid people at work still. And now it's time to pass over to the most angry person I know, Matt Dyer. Please, take it away, sir. Well, everyone, I have to apologise, because um, the, the intro got a bit, uh, bit of an, a bit of the angry vibes, didn't it? Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't supposed to be an angry round views. But, but I, every we time don't. we start this, this segment, you always say, no, I must apologise. <laughs> I must, I must apologise. Uh, this is not in keeping with the podcast. Um, so, Cora, I've got a, I've got a couple Angry Man views this week. Okay, um, take it away. Yes. So these are all things I have experienced this week. Right. So the first one is, and you might be able to relate to this, Cora. Okay. People who stop suddenly in the middle of the corridor on the London Underground and then get really arsy with you when you crash into them. Oh, for God's sake. No. Okay. no. Especially, this happens especially at Euston, where the corridors between, as you go down the escalator, to um, then go left for the Northern Line or right for the Victoria Line. The corridors yeah, yeah. are not, they're not spacious. No. Um, and last week I was coming back from uh, the family home in, in Bex of the Hill. Yep. And um, the, this, like, these two women that had their like ridiculously large luggage bags, um, suitcases on wheels, if you will, and they just stopped in the middle of the thing because I think one of the one of the friends like fell behind or something. So I just walked straight into them because I was right behind them. And they were like, do you mind? I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm not the one that just fucking stopped in the middle of the corridor, am I? <sighs> like, what is wrong with people? If you're going to stop because someone's fallen behind or something, go through the corridor bit and then wait in the main bit. Or, here's an idea, go to the side so people can step get round you. Yeah. I couldn't believe like, just it. Step to the side. Just step to the side. It's not hard. It's it's a reoccurring thing on the underground. People don't know how to use it properly, which doesn't help. Um, well, yeah, I think it's just this one of the like the underground has always been like there's unspoken rules about the underground that you have to follow, 
but you learn those rules as soon as you get on the under like get on the underground. Yeah. And people that have been taking the underground for years and years and years and still don't abide by those rules get in the fucking bin. Yeah, it's fairly self-explanatory as well, isn't it? Like you don't just stop yeah. in the middle of where it's like people when you're in the supermarket and they just stop like in the middle. Well, yeah, but imagine you're if like, you're like, in the middle is like the un the unwritten rule of like going through the aisle, isn't it? Like if you if you've got stuff on the left and your stuff on the right, you sort of hover around there so you can take things down. But if you don't want anything in that bit, you walk through the middle. Yeah. Well, at least I do anyway. Um, yeah. I just, I, I just, and then they have the audacity. So God, the audacity to mm. then have a go at me because I'm the one that went walked into them. And I just, you know I what, just... you know what, man. I, I think these are the type of people that they will be driving along the road and will just they'll stop suddenly. Someone will go into the back of them. And they'll go, "You hit me! You hit me! How fucking are you hit me? <laughs> Could you see I was breaking? Me, me, me!" Just on the motorway, just plow on their brakes just yeah. for no reason. Of course, <sighs> if we was to do that, I would then get in trouble because if you go into the back of somebody, it's automatically your fault. I actually have a dash cam that proves that they stopped suddenly. Well, that's true. That is true. Get a dash cam, people. It it, it really is a lifesaver. Mm. Um, that somehow flipped to being some really good advice, <laughs> people. So it did. Good Angry Man Reviews. <laughs> Unlike Angry Man Reviews, isn't it? Um, the second thing is also... Well, unfortunately, it's also trauma-related, so I apologise. Um, and I think we've mentioned this before um, in an earlier podcast, but it, it happened again this week and just okay. really annoyed me. So here it is again. People who stand in the ticket barrier gates because their ticket or Oyster card isn't working, or here's the example, the plebs that stood in, in them at Euston the other week because they were listening to a member of staff about delays. They just stood in the gates and there was only like four of them working to get out onto the platform. I was like, what are you doing? I swear to God, every time I go to Euston, there's always, always, always the, the, the luggage gate. And for people that don't know the luggage gate, it's the one on the far, usually the far left. Um, like I, the wider gate turn, for like, yeah. um, like enough, it's got, and stuff. Yeah. And it's actually got like the, well, not in all places, but at Euston, it's like, um, it's not glass, it's like Pyrex or something. And it's um, it's it's got like what can go through here or what it's recommended for, and it's usually people without any luggage or like a child, and they just stood there talking to the two security guards, and it every single time I go through Euston, I've got luggage, so I have to go through that barrier, otherwise I can't get through, and I end up standing there just like, what do you want me to do here? Yeah, I I I said excuse me, and they still didn't move, so I literally at this point was really pissed off with traveling. So I just literally barged into them so they had to move. I just could, like, honestly, like, I don't know what's wrong with people. Like, if you're listening to somebody talk to you, get out the way and go and stand to the side where the people that are talking to you are anyway. Like... Or, literally, instead of standing in the gate with the security guard, if you're talking to the, the security guard on the other side of the gate, go through the gate... And pull them over to one side to talk to them. Don't be a dickhead and just stand where people need to go through for the flow of traffic. And also, trains at Euston, they just leave whenever the fuck they want anyway. So you need to get on the platform. 
I think this is the the, the that you've just hit the nail on the head. The motto of the podcast is just don't be a dickhead. It's my motto for life, mate. This yeah. don't be a dickhead. <laughs> it's just it's simple. It is simple, but it's things that like this that get us annoyed more. It's like when people go on. Um, oh, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but it's like when a, bu- a bus pulls up into a bus stop, right? The doors open, and there's a guy there just wanting to ask the driver a question. So we're literally stopped so this man can ask a bus driver a question. He doesn't actually want to get on the bus. No one else wants to get on the bus. We don't have to stop there then. But we pull over to think, oh, maybe he's coming in. And he just has a chat. All you're doing is delaying other people, and you're not thinking about anyone other than yourself. And it's selfish. I don't stand for it. This is a good segue, Sagora, because my third Angry Man Reviews is also (laughs) train-related. <laughs> this happened yesterday. Um, oh no! I'd oh, like no. to get your opinion on it. I know your opinion, but we're going to discuss oh, it again. If it's what I think it is, then yep. I'm going to have to use different words. Uh, so, third angry man reviews: pulling the passcom or the passenger communicator or the emergency red e-brake handle. <laughs> not e-brake signal. <laughs> Uh, on the train, because you've left a bag of shopping on the platform. So, Robert, discuss. Get <laughs> fucked. Get what? fucked. Right. Why are you can pulling just, that? Can we just clarify that this the PASCOM is for emergencies? So, if there's a fire, you know, if, if the train heart attack, like detached itself. Um, I mean, I mean, if the train's detached itself. It's not going to do trouble. much, is it? It's no. not going to do much, is it? Well, I know, but you know my thing. Um, yeah. Emergency situations. If you've left a bag of shopping on the platform, a you're an idiot because you know yeah. you should be making sure you've got all your bags with you. B, don't pull the passcom <laughs> because people just think that they pull that and the driver just you know acknowledges it and will like let him out. Like a light like, will stop. Light comes on work the, like the cockpit. That. You know, the, you, so the light comes on in the cab. Uh, if you, if the train is doing under a certain speed, it will just suddenly stop. So this happened at, at Hemel Station. So literally, as the train was pulling away, it must have been doing like what four miles an hour, and then because he pulled it, the, the train will just emergency stop. Um, mm. the, the driver then has to. Well, the driver or the conductor then has to acknowledge the alarm and actually investigate what the situation is. Can you imagine the driver saying, what's the, what's the situation? They go, hey, hello, I've, I've left my bag of shopping on the platform. Could you, could you open the doors, please? <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The, the conductor or the driver then has to walk through the train to mm. then reset the alarm then have to contact the control center because when you pull that alarm it goes through to the control center as an emergency yeah um all the while you've obviously got uh, platforms platforms you've got people on the train like just sitting there like delays galore now because the train's just stopped you have to reset the system pretty much reset the train just because a guy left a bag of shopping on the train uh, on the platform it's ridiculous. <clears throat> the only the only time that I could think that 
in this scenario, you've left something on the platform, is if you left a child. Yeah. That's the only time, because that is sort of an emergency. But, you know, a bag, even then, shopping... Even then, even then, it's a bit hit and miss, because it shouldn't be used. A dyer! No, 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 hear me out. No, 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 no. Hear me out. It shouldn't be. If the, if the child had fallen onto the tracks, then yes, absolutely, it's an emergency. Uh, Matt Dyer. Yes? The, you can't have a child unsupervised near a train, on a train platform. But like, depends, a bag of shopping. Depends the age. A bag of shopping can't walk onto the tracks, but a child can. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can leave the shopping. Get off of the get off the next stop, go back on the next train and pick up your bag oh, of shopping or go I to a hope it's not been destroyed by the British Transport Police. Well if you uh, yes. It that does look shopping, suspicious. not the child. <laughs> Fucking hell. But a child no, a child. Let's let's okay. A child that is needs to be supervised. Because obviously like a teenager If it's a baby, they, yes. Yeah. But I, I, I reckon a child of any age where they can think for themselves and don't need adult supervision twenty four seven, then it's it's all right. But any child below that, under the age of six need. or seven, yes. But un- over the age of seven, no. I don't think it warrants pulling the alarm. I don't know. I don't know. I um, I think a little bit older. What are the listeners' thoughts? Please get in touch with us and say, Sam, you're wrong, or Matt. Are you completely and utterly mental? And I'd... let us know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened yesterday. And uh, one, Can I one ask one. a question though, Matt? No. Can I just ask a question, yeah, quick yeah, question yeah. on that for you? Yeah, yeah. So they pulled the alarm. Did the doors open for this man to get a shop in? Uh, well, it won't, no, it won't do immediately because that alarm isn't used to open the doors. It's used to Not, get the yeah. driver's attention. But did, uh, did they open the door for him? I, I don't know. I'd, I'd left the station by then. Um, You're too angry, weren't you? I, well, if I had if I had seen the guy that did it, I probably would have whacked him. But, yes. You know, that's a story for another day. Um, one final one, so I'm not going to go into this one too much because it's it's a bit of a uh, clutching at straws situation. Um, right. But queuing in the UK seems to have gone out the window recently. And I completely fucking agree. Yeah, yeah. I've experienced this in uh, CX in uh, in Milton Keynes, or as Sam and I like to call it, a sex shop, um, yes. and also the Morrison's hot food counter. Recently, yeah. I was stood there I for twenty minutes. It. I experienced it in a bar last week. Yeah. So, uh, if you're somebody that cuts in a queue, or anything along those lines. It's not even getting the bin. I can think of something much more what's it to say, but I'm not going to say it because we are a family-friendly podcast. I mean, we're not family-friendly, but we are. We, we, know we don't the lines. say that word. We don't say yes. that word. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I completely agree because it has just completely gone out the window, but it's also the people in the shops need educating more. Like, for example, um, me in that bar on, like, the other week, I, li- I was at the bar for 20 minutes 20 minutes didn't get served but every single woman that approached the bar between me standing there and me getting served got served before i did 
yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a queuing thing. I think that's just that guy being a colossal. Uh, well, there were five uh, people. Cactus. There were five cactus. There were five people behind that bar, and every single one of them served the women first, including the female bar person. It just drives me insane, and it's common sense. Like, you see someone's just turned up, you say who's next, and then like generally people point to who's next like, it doesn't matter i'm not even just talking about a bar at this point i'm talking it's about a very any british situation. thing isn't it yeah it is it is and who's next oh yeah this guy oh, oh yeah yeah it's her there with the red top like who it, that's just the way it goes okay for example yeah. um your situation uh, why don't you tell the viewers your situation um at the sex shop <laughs> I will tell people about the situation in the sex shop. <laughs> uh, I was in the electronics shop. <laughs> store uh, of CEX or Kex or Sex, sex. Or however people say it, uh, in Milton Keynes. And I was at the front of the queue. And this was on uh, Tuesday, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and it was like half seven. So it was, it was virtually empty. Okay. Uh, but there was only like two people serving at that time, which is fine. I don't mind waiting. You know, I'm not in that much of a you're rush. British. I'm British. I'll wait in the queue as you're supposed to do. Anyway, so I'm at the front of the queue and, um, two, uh, girls and a lad walks in and the two girls get in the queue behind me and the lad has got, uh, a couple of ex like old Xboxes, obviously to sell uh, in like plastic containers, um, and fair enough, they're quite heavy. So he puts them on the counter. You, can you visualize the Milton Keynes shop? Uh, Milton Keynes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like yeah. one massive long counter. Uh, yep. So he put put them at the end, and and anyway, so waiting another sort of five ten minutes because um, the other people were still being served. Um. And the guy serving walks over, and uh, the the guy that walked in with the Xboxes just starts talking to him about the Xboxes, and then right. the guy's like blah 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 blah. Anyway, so the, then they start like 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 to start getting everything out to see if it was like in good condition or not. I'm like, oh, hang on, I've been in this queue nearly twenty five minutes, yeah, and this guy's just walked in. And put his stuff on the counter, and then just like, like if that was me, I'd be like, "Oh, sorry, this guy was actually in front of me." Yeah. Or something like, I just ah wasn't having it, Sergeant. So I said, "Hello." <laughs> I said, "Excuse me, there's a queue. I've been here 25 minutes. Get to the back." <laughs> <laughs> I just got, I couldn't believe it. And then I so anyway, I got I got um, to the counter and, and and spoke to the guy. And he was like, oh, really sorry, I didn't even realise. I was like, yeah, it's not a problem. Like, it's not your fault. It's the people that come in and think that's acceptable to do. Um, yeah. So that was... Um, it's that almost, was almost not... like entitlement. It's almost like entitlement, isn't it? Well, it's, 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 I don't think it is a good one. I think it's just people have a complete lack of respect for anyone else. And this is what I was saying the other day. You, know, you see all these posts on social media. Like, all right, let's take aside the Ukraine-Russia situation a minute. That's yeah. different. Um, just in in normal life, you see posts that are oh, do anything for anyone. You know, you know, got so much respect for people. Fuck off, have you? Okay, let's just name three things here: queuing, 
Yeah. Panic buying fuel and panic buying roll. toilet roll. Yeah. You don't like have that's... respect for other people. You you just think about you and you think about your family. Anything else, no one thinks about. And that's just in the last, well, since the, since the panini started. Sorry, since the panini started? Do you mean yes. pandemic? Yeah, the panini. I think you need to go back to bed, Segor. Pandemic, uh, pan, panini. Yeah, okay. Whatever. And <laughs> that's what the end of Angry Man Reviews. <laughs> My next Angry Man Reviews is Sarah Cropper saying panini when he meant pandemic and thinks it's acceptable to call it a panini. A panini that is, is a delicious thing. The pandemic is not delicious. I'm at the. It doesn't taste night. nice. It does not taste nice at all. I can, can confirm having COVID, it doesn't taste nice. It's now time to visit our friend Sam in our rapidly, what is becoming a new segment. I think it actually warrants it being a new segment now because we've done it like three or four times. Things that should be illegal, but aren't. That's right. We are back with things that should be illegal, but aren't. And this time, Matt Dyer, we have something very close to your heart. Oh, no. Is it GT7? It's the supermarket edition. Oh, God. Here we go. So, All right. We're going to start with, okay, the supermarket's just opened, okay? Yep. Running inside the supermarket to get to, what, to get to what you want, illegal. This isn't supermarket sweep. I don't see Dale Winton anywhere. Don't Gold bother. rest his soul. Gold rest his soul. Gold rest his soul, Zagoba. Don't... Why are you running? No one else is in the shop. Why do you want to be first to your to your fucking herbal tea? What is the point? It's completely what is pointless. The point? And the thing is, that people do it when there's like probably three or four people alongside them. You think if there was like hundreds of people going for the same thing, yeah, maybe. Yeah, even that would be illegal in in my um, in my book. Yeah, but it's like the Black Friday deals in America, like. That they're they are running to get the deal before it's over. When your local Morrison's is opening, nah, nah. Dave's just opening the doors. You don't need to run. Just, just don't. <laughs> I, um, I concur. <laughs> I concur on that definitely. Uh, the next thing, again on the selfish side, um, not helping the elderly. Not helping the elderly. They've lived a long life. They deserve help if they need it. All right. So this you is actually something they're struggling to reach. You know, something on the on the top shelf. You jump mm. in and say, "Would you like me to grab that for you?" And they're like, "Oh, thank you, dear." Exactly. They might give you a little pinch on the cheek. You know, I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> the face, not the other cheek. Don't worry. Um, but... Jesus, what kind of supermarkets are you going to? The sex shop. <laughs> but no, so not helping, not helping the elderly. It really bothers me because the amount of times I see like an old person in the supermarket and they're clearly struggling. They're struggling like just 
like getting things from the shelves or or reading something on the side to make sure it's what they want or something like that. And the amount of times I see people just walk past, or see even even people that work there just walk past, like and worked in a shop. As soon as like there's an elderly lady that needed help or an elderly man that needed help, I'd go there straight away and be like, okay, is there anything I can help you with? You know, it's just common courtesy. But yeah, yeah. not doing it is just the worst, and it's, it should be illegal. The next is trolley etiquette. Okay, and bear with me here. This one is close to my heart. So <laughs> okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to take you on a journey, my die. All right. Well, I've got my eyes closed. I'm thinking of the journey. Okay. So you are approaching the uh, trolley hut, I'm going to call it. I don't know what the actual name is, but where all the trolleys live. Okay. Yeah. You select your trolley, you take it, you go inside. If you are one of these people that don't allow someone to get the trolley out before you try and get yours, jail. Just jail. Then we move yeah, on. Hang on. on. Can, I just, can I just say something? That interjects with what I was saying in the previous segment. No one has respect for anyone. No. So, no. There we go. Yep. That's another example I'll add to the list. Thank you very much. Next one. Okay. So we go into the shop. So we're, go- we're okay. We're in the shop now. Yeah, I'm thinking of Morrison's. Okay, so let's take Morrison's, and you know, you go through those um, shutter, like the, the shutter barrier bits. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go through the barrier. There's always like you can kind of see the flow of traffic in terms of like trolleys, and when you go against that flow, madness ensues. Like, mm, oh, I'm see... not sure I agree with this. Okay, so. You go to the veg, then you like so in Morrison's you got the veg first, then you got the fish like and like segment behind it and like the hot food counters at the back. You see Ooh. people on the right of the like aisle bit, they are obviously everyone is moving like forwards, and if someone is coming the other way, that's what I mean. On this on the on that same part. Like it's just I get people need to get what they need to get. But going against the traffic and just it's just madness. Oh, um, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to be democratic here. I disagree. Okay. I, you know, the supermarket is not a, it's not a road junction. It's not. You don't need to abide by the highway code. Which, if you did, you'd have to give way to cyclists, the thieving anyway. Um, <laughs> that's a story for another day. Um, you know, at the end of the day, if I need to, everyone's shopping list is going to be different um you know it's not you know the 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 aisles are wide enough for two trolleys um yeah so i don't i i I don't really get what you're saying so okay let's take this example so you're in an aisle and they're wide enough for two trolleys and you can see two people are going down like there's people stood on the left so as you look down the aisle there's people still on the left looking at products and the flow of traffic is going down the right, okay? Yeah. You walking, uh, you driving your trolley down the right-hand side instead of, like, the opposite way to the way that everyone else is going. Does that make sense? Instead of, like, waiting, I mean, just, just barging in and going, not, like, just waiting for people to move out of the way. Yeah, I kind of get it. 
But this actually does bring me on to the next, the next point. Okay. <laughs> in an aisle, leaving your trolley and walking off. Ah, uh, yes, right. This is illegal. This should be illegal. <sighs> Why do people leave their trolleys and walk off to another aisle to get something? I, I, I honestly, it drives me insane. Like, someone parks it right where you need to be as well and then will get asked if you touch it. Or you also like, oh, I don't know whether I, I need should to get something that you parked the trolley right in front of. Yeah. Like, don't leave your trolley unattended. Do not leave your trolley unattended. It may be removed by the security services. If you yeah. see something that doesn't look right, speak to supermarket staff or text Matt Dyer on 0771. No. <laughs> see it. <laughs> see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. clears throat> um, the next bit is, uh, this is something that I actually ranted about on the um, podcast Instagram a while ago. Um, when you're queuing as, at the checkouts, mm. ramming your trolley into someone, why is this a thing? Like, maybe you're trying to get the trolley in so it's not overhanging the end of the, the checkout bit, but you don't have to ram it into someone, like, to speak. Because this has actually happened to me multiple times where I'm, I've got my products on the, on the conveyor belt, I've put down the barrier thing, and there's someone behind me wants to use it, and I'm giving the person in front enough space. And also, we're in COVID still, believe it or not. Shock, I know. Don't tell Boris. But still trying to give the person in front of me enough space. And then behind me, out of nowhere, fucking Jane arrives with her trolley and doesn't think to, oh, sorry, could you just move forward a little bit? Or, oh, do you mind just stepping out of the way while I put my trolley in? Just rams it into the back of my legs. See, I would turn around and say, if you ram that trolley into me one more time, I'm going to shove that so far up your jack seat. It's going to come out your mouth. Wow. Um, there's no need. <laughs> Sorry, there's no need. Is no, there? There, like... there is no need. But imagine, okay? Imagine if I was one of those people um, you see, like, jump in front of, like, when you, your car's going two miles an hour and they jump on the bonnet of it and be like, oh my God, you hit me, like, where there's, where there's blame as a claim. <laughs> Call on Or if I was a Premier League footballer and, and just been tapped by someone and just flew myself on the floor. Like, imagine the scene and the stink I could kick up if I was not the type of person I am. I'd like but... to add something to your to your things here, say Robert. Cool. Uh, so around Christmas time, or maybe on a Sunday when the supermarket is very busy, people will just one by, by one behind the other, they'll just line up in there where they want to get to the till. Okay, but then mm -hmm. they'll block they'll block the path so you can't get through. So then, when you say excuse me. And they're like, oh, like uh, sorry, yeah. get the fuck out the way. Who the fuck do you think you are? Like, yeah. It's no, a very angry episode, right. I do apologize. But what, what God given right do they have to just think they're just entitled to get in people's way? But you're right, because there are some shops that are quite sort of small. And where the checkouts is, you've got probably maybe like room for one person to stand in the gap between the checkouts and the aisles and then the other person has to stand in the aisles and don't tut and like get annoyed when someone says can can you move because they genuinely need to get past you maybe to get to a different checkout or you know shop logic is you go in at the at the obviously where the doors are you 
you snake your way through the shop and then you end up having you end up on the other side of the of the shop mm. so you have to walk down to get to checkouts the free check the free checkouts yeah people getting pissed off this is actually no yes actually happens to me like all the time in uh home bargains because it is like this is bnm in bexhill is a prime example for this and i just look at them yeah. and just you, you just look at them dead in the eye and then they then they know just get out of the way. Like literally it's just ridiculous it is ridiculous we'll move on to the next one before we get even more angry go on um this is the final thing i'll say on trolley etiquette and it is this you're finished with your trolley mm-hmm. you've put all of your um groceries in your boot of your car why do people park it up like it's a car or just push it and leave it in the middle of the car park yeah yeah (sighs) fucks me off every time there is designated places for the trolley okay what god-given right do they have that they think it's acceptable just to leave i know they have people that go around and collect the trolleys but not because you've left it in a car parking space they go to the places where they're specified to be in to then bring them back towards the front of the store yeah no, exactly. And and then again, that's what I was saying. It's just a lack of respect for, pe- for people. Two minutes. Oh, I'd do anything for anyone. No, you fucking wouldn't. Fuck off. <laughs> you won't bring your trolley back so that Jake in the high viz from Waitrose or from Morrison's or Tesco's has to walk around the, the car park. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Next thing is standing in the aisle gossiping. Come on, and by Especially this I mean if they're in the way. Exactly, exactly. If they're that. out of the way from things, then it's fair enough, you know. But I will, uh, I will give an addendum to this. If you're stood at the end of the aisle, so you know you have like products like at the end of the aisle. Mm-hmm. If you're stood there, because they're usually promo products that are paid to be there anyway, stand there to your heart's content. Give a shit? No, I don't. When you're in the middle of the aisle gossiping, you've both got two big trolleys and there is no room for anyone else to get past. Especially jail. if it's if it's a, a popular aisle like, you know, the meat the meat or the you, know, uh, you know, canned goods or stuff like that. You know, it's mm. Yeah. <sighs> Very annoying. Um we'll I've got three more. We're getting mm-hmm. that. Um Okay, now we're going to be on to the topic of cashiers. The first thing, <laughs> judging purchases. Fuck off, yeah. Susan. Just fuck <laughs> off. the names you're going for. <laughs> Honestly, and this is obviously, we know from Storytime with Sam a couple of weeks ago, I've experienced this firsthand. But yeah, judging purchases, just, just don't. Like, and the final good. thing, go on. I was going to say a very good thing. I can't say this on the podcast. I don't know if I'd be allowed to say something like that. But talk to special guest Glenn about the encounter he and Ash had at the Iceland uh, food, uh, big food marketplace in um, in Bletchley. Ask, ask him for the story on that and then come back to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll will, I will do that. I'll do that. Um, and this is this is cashier related, but it's actually not about the cashiers. Yeah. Okay. 
being pissed off when the cashier says no to a purchase or when they have to get someone else to come and like um get a different product that you've picked up off the shelf because it doesn't have a barcode on it these two things is all about the customer at this point but so if you're over 18 but the cashier is told to challenge 25 and you don't have id don't get pissed off if they don't serve you the alcohol it's just that they're literally just doing their job by law yep um and being pissed off if if they have to go and get someone to get a different product from the shelf. How do you expect them to key in your product to get the price? If there's no barcode, because underneath the barcode there are numbers, and the numbers is what they type into the till. If they don't have a barcode, that whole stick is gone. What what do you want them to do? The thing is, I I understand that, you know, nobody goes through life thinking, do you know what I really want? do today go to a supermarket okay yeah. we go there yeah, yeah. because we have to okay it's necessity I, yeah you know and we want to we don't want to be in there long you know we want to go in do our business and get out <laughs> okay <laughs> that's what we want to do as human beings but don't make life a hassle or get angry as sam has said to the people that have to work in that supermarket it's just that just people that get customers that get angry at staff, full stop, whatever sector you're in, yeah, is just ridiculous. You know, yeah, it really is. Life, you know, mistakes happen. You know, nobody, nobody in this world offers a hundred percent. Like it's like in logistics, like customers get angry if they've got like, you know, a ninety nine driver's been held up in traffic. Even if, like, a customer, for example, in a month has got a 99.8% on time accuracy KPI, yeah. and then they have a failure because, you know, maybe you know, something's happened or whatever, been missorted to another depot, and then they we'll kick off as if, like, it's like the end of the world. I'm like, are you fucking joking? No one in this world offers a 100% guarantee on things being, you know. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. The final one from this segment is so we've gone through the whole journey of the shop now Matt Dyer and we hear the tannoy announcement saying that the, the shop will be shutting in 15 minutes <laughs> get to the tills all right the amount of people that when they hear that go oh for fuck's sake oh yeah as if they as if they didn't know that shop shut at four o'clock on a sunday for example yeah or yeah. Like in, in some shops, they actually lock the doors, um, like so people can't come in. Yeah, yeah. If you get pissed off because the shop is shutting, that's on you for not getting there earlier, not on the people that work there. To... I, I can't stand people that just leave it until the last to do things when they know that <gasps> shop shut. Like it's like with like, sorry, I'm going to use another train example. People that leave it right until the last minute to get to the station to get the last train of the night. Oh then, yeah. They get there and the, and the train's already left, or you know they it's pulling away. Up. Yeah, and then they think they think it's their god-given right that you know the staff bring their train back just to pick them up. Fuck yeah. off. It's like the people that chase the train that's just leaving and they slam on the <laughs> on the windows to the customers. Train, honestly, <laughs> it's the people that slamming on the train like and trying to get the customers' attention. The customers are like, "What do you want me to do? I don't drive the train. I don't work here." Yeah. 
Just do what uh, that guy did at Hemel uh, yesterday and just pull emergency pass on. Slam. Just to, you know, get the doors open. <laughs> Slam on that e-brake. <laughs> Stop making that jigsaw passive reference. And that's all we've got time for this week. Choo! Did you sneeze? What was that? No, I was just just saying, tell it, reminding everyone of my nickname. Choo! The Choo. Uh, yes. I'm throwing you off, have not I? Keep going, come on. If next week is too long to wait for your Salma Antics content, well, you're in luck. Matt Dyer, how can they get some more? Salma Antics. You can ring Matt Dyer directly on 0774. <laughs> you can go to our Instagram page, which is at Salma Antics. Go to our TikTok, which is at Salma Antics. And go to our Facebook page, which is Salma Antics Podcast. Alternatively, you can send us an email at Salma Antics Podcast at gmail.com. Very good. And next week, we will be back with the mindfulness series and all that's left to say is we'll chat you next week (laughs) I don't give a fuck about